Hi, it's Ted here, the unofficial spokesperson for Consumer Cellular, with some very official advice. All right, how do I put this lightly? Your wireless provider is overcharging you. Well, that was easier than I thought it would be. So, get the exact same coverage as the major carriers at half the cost. Switch and save up to $250 a year on all the talk, text, and data you need at ConsumerCellular.com. This week on Androids and Aliens. A portal opened up. Two drow walked out and stole the unconscious body of their Marikoi companion. After one of the crew is ripped through space. You've got straps around your ankles, knees, waist. You're stripped of your armor, your clothing, your weapons. New faces emerge. I was, um... I was uh, uh, sold to um, smugglers. Um, I was working for them. So what happened to them? They're gone. The past returns. Walking back over to you, the drow traces its finger from the base of your neck all the way down to the bottom of your abdomen. And chaos reigns. When all of a sudden a massive ship appeared out of nowhere. Shots were fired. You were hit hard and you knew there was only one way out. So you transferred all power to the drift engine and shunted yourself out of the drift before being destroyed, boarded, or who knows what. The adventure continues. We don't know their position in the Starfinder universe like thousands of years in the fantasy world's future. Uh, We don't know. Uh... Can I correct you? <laughs> sure. Oh. No. <laughs> what is happening? This is very different. I don't know how to start this episode. <laughs> You're supposed to start it. I know. Well, here I am. I'm here. I'm starting it. I'm just a little overwhelmed. There's 45 people in this room. It's changed a lot. You finally got your audience. I finally got my audience. No I'm telling you, Ma, one day they're going to come and watch me. Just I have to pay them, Ma. That's the one thing they didn't tell you. Ma, why didn't you tell me that early on? I would have paid them a long time ago. Uh, what's going on, guys? Everybody having a good time? Having a great yeah. time. This is very different. Skid, you're, you're very well dressed. <laughs> yeah, you can. If you're listening on audio, you can't see, but I look, I look amazing right now. Did you just come from uh, teaching classes at Columbia? Yes, I, I, have, I just made tenure. Oh, congratulations. So, wow. Thank you. That was fast. Which is amazing. You just yeah. graduated like a year and a half ago. I know, with an honorary degree. That's they how, usually don't tenure them. That's so how fast. good I am at whatever it is I do. <laughs> I like the jealousy from Matthew. It's like, that yeah. was fast. <laughs> Been adjuncting half my adult life. Just got to get yourself one of these smart outfits. <laughs> rocketing up that track in no time. He's in a, he's in a tweed uh, jacket, with not with elbow patches, right? No, no elbow patches. I couldn't find one with elbow patches. A nice maroon V-neck sweater and a shirt and tie. Yeah. Looks right, so handsome. Thank you. very, very hot. It is. Under these I, lights. I plan to be. <laughs> Nice to see you dressed up, Ellie. Well, I found really? it upstairs. In the office. You stole it? She's stole wearing it? merch. Why are you being mean? Wow. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> wearing Wait, who are you? <laughs> yes, finally, I'm Sydney. Who am I? Wait, we, I don't think we've even introduced you to the other people at the table. We started this so late. Sydney Emanuel, everybody. Yay! Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Hello. Wow. So awesome. Is Why so- would you do this? 
Uh, you're again paying me. So. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, very blunt. And kids rubies. Yes, 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 exactly. She agreed to the rubies. <laughs> I was very tempted by the rubies. Now it's great to be here. I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Me and too. I'm sitting next Welcome. to Joe, which is super weird coming from Echo Quest because now I'm on Joe's side and I want you to do really well. Right. Now we're now we're teammates in this yeah. endeavor. Some, yeah. Some things I should warn you about. Uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> okay. He tends to slam the table so hard that my computer flops open. So now that I'm here, I'll take the the brunt of that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Sydney is sitting sure between us. I think it's one of the greatest days of Matthew's life. He's finally put somebody between him and I yeah, at the she's table. He's going to walk out of here with a black eye on her left side from all this and dice. You may or may not wake up in the middle of the night with like just like the sound of Joe's grunts and roars. So you're like, it's just a nightmare. It's just a nightmare. Well, Sydney is on our, our newest uh, show that we released. That's uh, our Patreon-only show, uh, Echo Quest Super Dungeon, which Joe uh, GMs. This is Emerald Spire converted to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Uh, Sydney is one of our new additions there. And uh, I just said I need someone new. And I, uh, I called you up, and, and you were like, yep. I was so excited that you asked me, like truly, truly excited because Androids and Aliens is such a fun show. And you guys, from the sound of it, from listening to the podcast, I'm like, they're having a blast. I want to have fun. Yeah. I want to be a part of that. Not that Echo Quest is not fun. No, that's what I was hearing. I was <laughs> no, like, no, no, so no. Real drag. <laughs> no, no. How dare you? Fun. It's you made it very fun. clear what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Next recording's not going to go well for me. No, no. no. Don't worry. The other thing is you can shit on Joe all you want, and he yeah. can do nothing to hurt you. He's powerless. Until it's next true. recording of Echo Quest. Right. That's, right. that's a good point. Um, it's like seeing a teacher outside of school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like a dog walking it's like, hey, what are you going to do? You have no power over me. It's like, yeah, until Monday. <laughs> like all your students watching right now. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, what a nerd. <laughs> Nobody better be late <laughs> on next Tuesday at 945. <laughs> You're going to get stuffed into a locker on Monday. I know. Yeah. What, what class are you teaching, Skid? Uh, intro to... Uh, Something. Intro to something. Intro to something. Intro to it's improv. A, it's a philosophy yeah. class? <laughs> yes. Something. Yes. Intro to something. It's very popular. I'm I one must... of the most popular professors on uh, wherever it is I teach. He, begin, he begins <laughs> each semester and he goes, why are yeah. we here? Why? Yeah. No, no, more, seriously. Why? More importantly, why are, why are you all here? Why are you all here? <laughs> and then you just, you're silent for the next hour. Yeah. And, they just and then they write. have to think about why they signed up for the class. And then we all leave. Right. And the only correct answer is, why not? Exactly. Oh, wow. And you're like, A. And you never have to come back. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. He's tenured. He doesn't have to grade those papers. I know. I'm tenured. (laughs) I I know. He gives that to Matthew, his assistant. A kid did like an essay once, and it was like asking, uh, they were asking the question, what is bravery? And the kid wrote, this is. That's all he wrote. And was handed in. But then he got an F. Yep. (laughs) He was thrown in jail for his bravado. (laughs) This happened in Sweden, after all. Yes, and he cried all the way to jail. Is <laughs> your bravery now? Do they give Fs in Sweden? No. Uh, uh, I G is is the is the F in Sweden. I G. What does that stand for? What does that uh, mean? Not not pass. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, I thought it was, but so, of course. Does it have anything to do with the bounty hunter droid? No classification mm. from IG. Star Wars, and it's also not oh, anything yeah. to do with Instagram, which is also oh, IG on. in the, the cool circles. It just means idiot. Go, <laughs> IG unit. Get out of my class, <laughs> idiot. Go, go, get out of my class, idiot. Go. Yeah. I, I must say though that I'm. This is one of my the happiest days of my life because Sydney is here. Oh. I was waiting just by the door. Just because Sydney's here. Yes. 
Well, because oh, well, there are zillions of people watching. Oh, well, that too. But also, <laughs> I was waiting by the door as Sydney came here. It was, it was very... so... I got out of the elevator and Ellie's right there and she just runs up in a hug. She's like, hi! I'm like, you're <laughs> greeting me at the door? It was so sweet. She was like yep. a kid whose parent had just come back from Afghanistan. <laughs> yes. Seriously. It's a soldier's we were in, <laughs> We were in the green room and the thing buzzed and Ellie was like, is that Sydney? And she ran to the door and I was like, well, that's the best greeting she's going to get here. So. Yeah, no, everyone else was like, hey, what's up? Yep, yep, yep. Hey. What's good is trying to say is that living with Troy is like going to war. That's well, right. Here's the good thing, Sydney. The, with Ellie here, the bar is set so low. Oh. You really can only impress. So mean. So, he's got such tiny shoes to fill. Have you seen these feet? Yeah. That's why the toilet paper holder is right by your feet right. in our bathroom, actually. Because Ellie, just, Ellie, just wait, Ellie. I'm bar. new. Everyone will turn on me. You'll get higher in the rank. This is why I'm brought in. It's totally cool. Well, I feel like a little confident because I'm like the seasoned veteran right now. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. used to be the new guy. The battle, yeah. Yeah. Clubhouse leader. The battle, <laughs> battle hardened sergeant. <laughs> oh, have a turntable. The grizzled veteran. Yeah. Now you could take all those those gears of torment and turn it around into cruelty against the new person. There you no, go. Yeah. That's it's not called it hazing. It's all about kicking up. Yeah. I'm going to kick so far up that Troy is going to remember it for the rest of his life. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out of my studio. Uh, well, I'll tell you, in addition to Sydney, we have some other new personalities on the network. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what? true. Oh, baby, Sydney's just the tip of the iceberg. I know. It only gets better from there. It, yeah, it really does. No. Well. <laughs> this is the other thing they do, Sydney, the backhanded compliment. Yeah. I'll take it. We're I'll experts take. at it. Okay. <laughs> we have needed for a long time someone with a real grasp of how to play the game. <laughs> sure, we rake in millions doing this, but we don't know what we're doing. So we said it's high time we bring in someone who is a professional, who knows how this game works inside and out. So I'd like to introduce you all via voice to David Winters. David, welcome oh. to the show. Oh. David. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> <laughs> David, I met you a couple years ago at PaizoCon. That's right. Um, and I remember pulling Joe aside and being like, Joe, I don't know who that guy is, but I like the cut of his jib. <laughs> and I know jibs. He's going to make it someday. He's gonna, that, kid's, that kid's going places. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Joe, I don't know who that is. But we need to get him thrown out. He needs right. to he get him out of the glass cabinet. He made a room. pass at me. <laughs> and then I slipped in my room key. Uh, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> David, I, there was just something about your style. You were running games in the glass cannon room, and you had like an insane. You, you were running a game. I don't know what the game was, but it was, it was uh, Heroes from High Delta. And there were no pawns for it, so you were like, oh, look it, I made all the pawns, and they looked better than the pawns that Paizo puts out for well, their best Jerry's. Well, I, w- I wouldn't go that far. Well, I'm, it's for. They still pay the bills around. It's here. for the story's sake. Mm-hmm. Just say, yeah, yeah that way they were better <laughs> <laughs> they should hire him it was just stick figures paper. Uh, no but I was just like I don't like the cut of that guy's jib and we stayed in contact and then when we were looking to bring in a pro it was just it was a no brainer uh, but you're more of a Pathfinder guy. I am more of a path. Wait, this isn't a Pathfinder podcast? Yeah. Uh, got you there. Oh, All the prep no, we've done. Cracker. That's the best news for us possible because we don't have to worry about the rules. <laughs> yeah, well, we, yeah, I'll fit right in. You've had a few weeks. I'm sure you've memorized everything. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, this is going to be fun. We, you, you, you sat in on, on a couple recordings that we did and kind of got a sense of our tomfoolery and our flow. And I think this is going to be fun not only to be like, uh, excuse me, uh, Skid and Joe, that's incorrect. But also for us to be like, David, how's this work? And you can be like, 
Hold on, I don't know. Uh, or you'd be like, here it is. Uh, I think this is going to really help, especially for the live experience, just to keep things moving. I so. can't even tell you yeah. how excited I am Cute. for this. Because okay. our last couple episodes, just to lift the curtain of A&A, mm-hmm. uh, David was here. And just he wasn't talking yet. We didn't have a microphone for him yet. <laughs> right. But uh, he watched, observed, and came up to us and right after the session. And the we, yeah, signals. and did a couple hand signals. And then right after the session came up and was like, so um, you can't fire a sniper rifle that range without taking a move action to steady it. And I just looked at him long, and I was like, "That's awesome!" <laughs> and makes and then perfect shut up. sense. And then he kicked right. me out. And then I was like, "Get the hell out of here!" And there was I'm a trying to like the cut of this guy's gym. It was a backhand. <laughs> I just want to teach her. I just want to point out that Ellie has had to look. She's looking up the word jib. <laughs> On the internet, Boston, she's, she's gestured to me like, "What? You I don't what? get it." She gets an IG on that. Oh, oh. go! <laughs> oh, man, well, it says that Jim. it's a sailing vessel. It's it's no, idiomatic. It's, a, it's an idiom. A sailor? Is it like sex? A sailor? Sexy? It's not sexy. No, okay. no, but it, it can be. Jim, Oh, is it? Oh, is it like a pajamas? No, don't a bib. Just no. okay. stop. All right, don't. You're gonna get weird. I know where you're gonna go with this. Uh, that's it. It's too early in the evening. I don't. In terms of jibs, I don't like the cut. <laughs> Wait, Troy, you're from New England. Have I you, am. Have you sailed? Uh, no, no. I've been on a boat, but I didn't sail. What? In I didn't cha- hoist a mizzen mast in the Charles River. Uh, in the yeah, I, I took a boat on the Charles. Uh, no, I, uh, I, I've, I've been on a sailboat, but I've never hoisted any mizzen masts. So you never cut a jib? For no, instance. I've never. I've cut a jib. Can you cut a jib? Or do you just, like, admire the cut of show a Show me a jib, and we'll talk. All right. Okay, yeah, show me a jib, actually. Ellie's <laughs> literally like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'll text you a picture of actually a sale. No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 Guys, it's not even 9 o'clock. There might be children watching. If they are, you're terrible parents. Put them to bed. You shouldn't be watching. Yeah. David, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, yes, David. David, we're very excited to have yes. you. Yeah. We're going to get into I am very excited to be and, t- Yeah, there's going to be times where you're really uh, lauded and other yeah. times where you're really hated. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to be on team, team David all the time. Hashtag Team David against Troy. I'm going to ask true. him every time Troy starts <laughs> to rule something, I'm going to be like, is that true, Dave? <laughs> well, what happens when he rules against you? Well, then... Ooh, then ignore him. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yeah, Troy is obviously GM. Yes, all the Swedish pastries in the world won't save you then. Uh, in addition to David Winters, <laughs> we also sweet. have uh, a producer extraordinaire. I tweeted out today that she is way too overqualified for this position. <laughs> That's true. That's certainly true. true. Give it up for Ann Richmond. Ann! How are you, Ann? I'm so great. Um, <laughs> I also happen to have sailed on a tall ship <gasps> in high school. Whoa. So, bringing it back to jibs. Jibbly <laughs> uh, <Ghibli> speaking. <laughs> uh, jib is the foremost sail. Yes, it is. Oh. Uh, Ellie is still furiously looking this stuff up. <laughs> she doesn't believe Ann. The cut of the jib is how, like, what, the angle at which you're... you're you sail your ship. It to catch the wind. Yeah. Oh. Which makes sense. It's how you so move you through life. So when you say, I like, I like the cut of his jib, it means he's he's an efficient salesman. Smooth sailor. Sailor Ooh. human. Ellie, Can is that a uh, chair getting warm? Well, no. Because you says, might be trading places. Well, uh, oh. Except you'll be right out the door. Lorenzo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, I got a, a, a definition of jib, a Canadian slang word for met- methamphetamine. No, no. Can I, can I no. point out that Ellie is, <laughs> Ellie is getting this definition from Urban Dictionary? 
dictionary.com. So Ex- exit out. Exit out of the window. Yeah. Close yeah. the browser. Can I jib it? Hey, man. This jib has been cut. I thought it was something, man. Uh, Baby laxative or something. I, I don't like the way he cuts Jim. Oh, I don't like the amazing. way that guy cuts Jim. And is it true that you uh, you matriculated? You went to the same uh, college. I did. As Matthew Capitacasa? I, I did. Our paths collide once more. Once the more. last time that we saw one another was either in the classic musical parade or... Rolling around on the floor trying to feel feelings at the experimental theater wing. Wait, 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 wait. Which story to pick? Musical parade. No, no, rolling the, around for feelings. The musical called Parade. Ah, damn yeah. it. I really. It's also she was in it. I was not, not a comedy. It's, it's, it's very sad. So, oh. The other one. Do yeah. the other one. Yeah, Tell the, the other, other story. I just was picturing Matthew, but with a baton dancing. <laughs> I mean, there, the there is a parade. It, then it gets sad, but you know, well. you'll have to watch it one day. Did you? Uh, did he get beat up in college by the pool <laughs> uh, And were I you one of you? Know. Were you one of the greasers? I was the furthest thing from cool, so. I'm just picturing Matthew Cabotacaza walking across Washington Square Park. Like, there he is! Get him! (laughs) (laughs) Just like, oh, oh, oh! Throw his plays on the ground. What's your plays now, Smarty? That is a vast simplification of what happened. (laughs) It was far more traumatizing. Uh, And you also know uh, Eleanor DiLorenzo. It's true. Well connected. I worked with her husband at one of my former vocations. Mm -hmm. uh, And Ellie came in and she looked like Usagi from Sailor Moon. And I was like, that's it. We're best friends now. That's the nicest thing. And then her husband got the mail order bride he purchased. I'm assuming that's where you were. (laughs) No? No, I'm going to stand by that joke. (laughs) Stand by that one for the next three hours. Matthew doesn't like that one. (laughs) Paid for it. But. Lorenzo, and you know it. Double down, aren't you? Yep. <laughs> you know he's on that gym I took before the show. Oh. All right. Uh, oh my God. Speaking of the show, we got to get to this. Let's All do right. it. Uh, I mean, we're gonna just. <laughs> this gonna, isn't the show. This, no, this is the show, well, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, we we are live, obviously, um, and uh, that joke that might be cut out in an audio podcast <laughs> would almost certainly be it's cut out. Stay in. Can I make fun of Mail Order Brides, Grant? Uh, Grant's on his sixth. You weren't making fun of Mail Order Brides. You're making fun of Ellie. Oh, Oh, that's no good. Wait, how how many Mail Order Brides do you think I've had? I said six. I don't know. I'm I'm just always rolling on the floor trying to feel something with them, just like Matthew and Anne. And then you put on that video of Parade. Guys, uh, Anne is a wonderful actor, This is all over the place. And a singer. It's true. She was, in the, she was in the musical parade. Oh. oh, that's what she was talking about. I saw her. I've heard good things music. about the musical parade. Yes, especially the one at NYU in the fall how, of two years ago. Troy, how it's threatened are you, like, by the new people? Like, how, like, how do you feel like your power is getting diminished? Like, how nervous exactly. are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not at all. Oh, because oh, sh- if I don't like what's going on, I'll just make something up and change the story, like I did last week. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. Busted. What? Busted. Things are going to change a lot now because there's six players. There's three more than I'd like there to be. Um, <laughs> so if you're following along at home, that monster doesn't have that stat blocks that didn't have that many hit points. Shut up! <laughs> I'm changing the ACs. I'm changing their saves. I might be adding a little resist fire five here and there. You shut your mouth and you save your emails. Uh, they're getting some more hit points. I got six people to deal with. 
Not to mention David and Anne. Uh-huh. I think it would be so amazing if you were like, we were like, 20 points of damage. Like, still going. All right. <laughs> Just wait. Dax is up. And then you hear David come over. He's like, uh, um, Troy, uh, the creature's dead. <laughs> the creature's starting well, no, no, no. We, We've been talking about this all week. So. <laughs> David and I have some good back and forth. Um, <laughs> David's like, I think you could go higher on that, on that AC. Go higher. <laughs> well, we had a long discussion about it. I was like, I can't add that much. He's like, why don't you start here? I'm like, all right, David. <laughs> Thank you, David. Well, it's like um, having a co-GM. I think that's really cool. I, I mean, this is what I'm excited about. I still, uh, that's why I didn't prep anything tonight. I figure I can just ask David. Oh. Um, <laughs> What's cool. What's next? Excellent. Great. What's Guys, in that room? Matthew, shut your mouth. This is a time for one of your plays. <laughs> We're going to get serious. We're going to get serious. Right after this quick word from our sponsors. Oh, We're just going to jump right in. We are 95 episodes into this show. If you want to find out what happened up until this point, go listen to the show. It's all there. And if you get a long commute, it goes by pretty fast. But the story thus far is, is a long one. However, the nuts and bolts of it are pretty simple. A strange chunk of rock was discovered floating near the, abs- uh, the atmosphere around Absalom Station, which is sort of like the nexus of the packed worlds. While a couple local factions disputed over who it belonged to, our heroes were tasked by the Starfinder Society to go figure out what this chunk of rock was. Over time and various books of the adventure path, they discovered that it wasn't a rock after all, but a chunk of an ancient superweapon, perhaps, known as the Stellar Degenerator. This news becomes public, and now everyone wants to get their hands on it. The Starfinder Society wants our heroes to track it down before it falls into the wrong hands. Meanwhile, a doomsday cult known as the Cult of the Devourer, and an evil undead corpse fleet from the planet Eox, a planet of just undead, they want it as well. What do they want it for? Probably not the same thing as the Starfinder Society. And both of those groups have continually stayed one step ahead of the PCs. Now, the PCs aboard the ship that they've named the Sarissa find themselves in the deepest of space, in the vast, in a system known as Najior on the floating city of Istamak. Or Little Istamak. <laughs> you really, you're going to listen back. Right. <laughs> a primitive civilization. Wait, 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 what's the name of the planet that's over? Uh, Najior 6. N- 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 Najior 6. That's the system. The planet is Little Istamak. Big Istamak. Big Istamak. And uh, Istamak, the people there, it's a primitive civilization. We don't even remember our own inside jokes. There's <laughs> <laughs> too many. This primitive civilization worships They're far more technologically advanced ancestors, and it's also a city in the midst of civil turmoil because of a visit from the Cult of the Devourer before our heroes got there. Now the city is split over what happened. Our heroes are trying to find out where this stellar degenerator may be, and their search has led them to a part of Istamak known as the Broken Lands. Last week... You barely survived the dangerous crossing of these broken chunks of land to get to a building which you hope contains clues to find a back way into Istamak's temple, a temple which may or may not hold the answers that you're looking for. The answers that maybe the Cult of the Devourer or maybe this undead corpse fleet already have. Who knows? But just as you're about to finish your crossing onto this larger chunk of land that had this building... 
a portal opened up. Two drow walked out and stole the unconscious body of their Maracoy companion, PG. Ellie, you may now leave the table <laughs> and the podcast. It's like an episode of Survivor. I'll, I'll wait. Uh, you know I will. I will. I will walk out of here if uh, if you're serious. Go on now, go. Walk out the door. You know, it occurred to me. Don't walk away. Listening to that episode that many, some of our listeners, we took it for granted that they would all know what a drow is. Yeah. They, they oh, might that's not. Tr- I didn't even think of that. Susan, oh. Nick's sister-in-law, for right. instance, may not know what a drow is. It's like a non-geek. Well, right. Skid, please. Uh, do you have some slander to do? Uh, oh, I do. Oh, Wow. Drow edition. So the drow. drow. Drowsy. <laughs> Different. It's a Pokemon. The, the drow are a they are a subset of elves that uh, turns evil and were driven underground into the Darklands. And uh, they have like jet black skin, white eyes, and we don't know their position in the Starfinder universe, like thousands of years in the fantasy world's future. Uh, we don't know. We, uh, can I correct you? <gasps> sure. Oh, please. Who's well, the teacher now? It is time for Swedish knowledge. Um, <laughs> Swedish knowledge. IG. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was such an aggressive Swedish on that. Swedish knowledge. Uh, well, yeah, please, well, correct skid. Well, they have, um, they actually moved on to the uh, planet Apostai. Uh, Apostai. Oh, Apostai, yes. Apostai. And uh, they have this matriarchal system there. Uh, oh. That's and, and that's always been true. Yeah. Yeah, and they're unbelievably they they were wor- worshippers of the the spider goddess Lolf. Yep. Uh, and she, their entire society is matriarchal. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, wow. so, um, not to reveal anything, but uh, PG getting getting captured by them is bad news. PG. Mm-hmm. She has a bad history with bears. the drow. She does. Do we she know does. that, or do? do do we as players know that? Do we as the, characters know that? The f- uh, listeners, know, like you guys, as players, should know that, I uh, think. Well, it's funny, because last week when it happened, you had said, at least on air, that you hadn't discussed it with the players. If you discussed it with anyone, you may have discussed it with Skid's character, Dr. Friss, yeah. because he's your therapist, but maybe you didn't. I well, don't know. I, I don't think I discussed it with the characters, but I think we had like a flashback at yeah. the end of Well, yeah, there was three. a yes, yes. Um, the flashback happened. The yeah. audience knows. The audience. Matthew knows. Yes, uh, yeah. But his. But I don't think. No, yeah, I don't think any one of them knows because, uh, as far as PG was concerned, everyone she ever knew or had an issue with were dead Dead. because she's a hundred years, like a hundred years in cryo and all that stuff. Right. Uh, But this is not great news for her. No. No. Now she's gone forever. But I also very quickly. I have another. I have a theory about where the drought come from. I think it's was inspired by a distinction that Tolkien made among his elves, among the Calaquendi and the Moraquendi, the light elves and the dark elves. However, in his lore, the dark elves are not dark or evil. They were just the ones that had never uh, seen the light of the west of Amon. So I'll tell you something. You could be talking complete nonsense, but in that outfit, I <laughs> every word. This is said. why my classes are so popular. <laughs> 
Don't you just, he, he commands respect. Yeah, that's why I was so afraid of saying something. You know, I was like, can I say something? Yeah, yeah, excuse me, Professor. The same outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I will. And anything you know, I want her to wear your... Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. This will be a cute little uh, control experiment. Oh, yeah, and you'll wear this. Right. I'll wear that. If you wear the then... same size, you look like you got, like, honey, I shrunk the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Anyways, uh, we, we finish the episode with the remaining heroes, sans PG noticing the grass around them start to sway. Blackout. I thought we were going to (laughs) play. Eyes pop open. Large, almost reptilian-like black eyes surrounded by little tufts of fur. The eyes open with a start and dart from left to right. We back away from the eyes to see PG. Strapped to a table. You've got straps around your ankles, knees, waist, upper body, neck, the top of their top of your head, your strip of your armor, your clothing, your weapons. PG, you can barely move. Fluorescent lights buzz and whir around you in a relatively uh, dark chamber of a ship. You think to yourself, it's got to be a ship, because even though you are completely still, you can feel that you're on something that's moving very quickly. There are all sorts of tubes running from various parts of the room to IVs piercing deep under your skin. You feel completely disconnected from your body, almost like you're looking down on yourself, strapped to the table. A door whizzes open. <laughs> future door. Like that, Merson? What future door sound? Everybody knows what the future door sounds like. classic future door. Space door. Sydney, quiet down. <laughs> Don't ruin my flashback. A dark-skinned drow enters and slowly walks over to you without saying anything. Again, it just cocks its head and looks you up and down. You feel more violated by the look than you do by all these needles piercing your skin. He or she can't quite tell the sex of this drow, and they move quietly over to a table full of instruments and pick up like a a, a tiny metal cylinder the size of a pen. Walking back over to you, the drow traces its finger from the base of your neck all the way down to the bottom of your abdomen. And then... While leaving their finger there with the instrument, they point at it, and a thin laser just <laughs> fires out at your skin. And the drow begins slowly tracing the laser oh. back up your body, and you scream oh. with every last bit of your energy. And the last thing you remember before you completely pass out is the smell of burnt fur. That screaming continues continues, continues, and then new eyes open up as if that scream was someone else's nightmare. We now see a figure lying alone in bed. You can see the sky outside the window is still dark. A hand from the bed reaches over and presses something on the end table, and the face of a clock appears in two dimensions, midair above the bed. You can see that it's very early. The glow from the clock sheds light on a photograph on the end table of Mac Donovan <gasps> and what's got to be her daughter. <gasps> Maybe at a graduation ceremony. Can't quite tell. It's not clear. The clock light phew, fades out. Future fade out sound. 
Light fades out, and Linnea Donovan steps out of bed. What does she look like? So? So? Oh my god! um, Find out after the break. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) So she's young, about 22, and she has her uh, mom's icy cold blue eyes. However, filled with hate. Filled with, no, no, no. Very innocent still, but um, otherwise, uh, much darker skin, uh, like an olive tone, and and, uh, black hair, although it's all shaved off. And she has a very tall, muscular build, like uh, a crossfitter who meets a ballet dancer. So I can see she's it. I can um, see it. Yeah, yeah, me too. And unbelievably uh, graceful when she moves, but still with, with confidence, she carries herself. Complete control of her body. You step out of bed and walk into the kitchen sink. You pour yourself a glass of water when suddenly there's a little whoosh sound near the front door of your apartment. Without hesitation, you grab a laser pistol. That's what her um, her doorbell sounds like. Oh, it wasn't a doorbell. <laughs> Pay attention. It was a whoosh. I tried to do the whoosh. I was covering. I tried to do the whoosh. I tried to do the whoosh. Every time. Oh, you, uh, leave old Gil alone. He's trying to do the whoosh. No, it's, a, it's not a doorbell. It's something like, sounds like something is coming from your door. You, you, you grab a pistol, laser pistol, and you walk slowly towards it. And, and as you walk towards it, you see a piece of paper on the ground near the door. And it's a flyer with your mother's face on it. You know your mother's past. And these flyers have been all around Absalom Station. Without hesitation, you open up the door and you look to the left and your right. Think, is this some sort of joke? You're ready to take somebody out. There's no one there. What are the flyers again? Are they like, remember Mac? It says remember. Re- just remember. Yeah, picture of Mac's face. Remember. Right. Remember the cant. Remember the cant. Remember the Mac. Does it say anything else on it? Well, you come back in and you're about to crumple the paper up and throw it away but you notice that there is writing on the back it says the Drift Rock 5 know more than they say the truth lies here and then there's a set of coordinates now most of the coordinates in and around Absalom Station are pretty recognizable to you you know these are not in the packed worlds something about these coordinates you just know is somewhere in the past you flip the paper over and there's that picture of your mother with the words remember zooming out of that same image now we see that that piece of paper is wedged into the window of a cockpit that's right we saw this yeah oh yeah, yeah. but now this ship is in space. This little one-seater is in space, and at the helm of the ship is Linnea Dunnevin. But now, she's not boarding it or flying through. She's slamming her fists on the dashboard, clicking various switches off and on. A voice comes on. Power core at 14%, oxygen levels at 20%. Jesus. You think to yourself, what just happened? This all happened so fast. And you play it back in your head. You felt like you were making a good pace in the drift. 
when all of a sudden a massive ship appeared out of nowhere. Shots were fired. You were hit hard, and you knew there was only one way out. So you transferred all power to the drift engine and shunted yourself out of the drift before being destroyed, boarded, or who knows what by this other ship. But you used too much power. You got out, but now you're just floating in space in the middle of nowhere less than an hour before losing all oxygen. What's going through your mind? Well, I mean, it's an awful, awful way to die. It's one of my biggest nightmares, but I think... Dying in a Dying in the vast. <laughs> in a spaceship. In a, uh, every in night vast. I lay awake. Well, didn't you guys see gravity? That's very like, specific. Gravity was terrifying. Yeah. You know? Um, <laughs> and that's why you're not becoming an astronaut? Well, my... <laughs> 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 it reaches over. <laughs> I, th- I think you'll be all right. <laughs> well, now when I will explain to you my second worst fear of death is dinosaurs, a T-Rex eating me. So that's also realistic. That's, oh. that's a little bit more like You got some weird fears. <laughs> Avoid space. Avoid dinosaurs. Yeah. I don't know. That's great, well, Greg. That's I mean, a, it's a hard life. It's a life more life no life. true fear for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How, how well. do you feel about the common cold? Because that could kill you. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, no, it's good. It's good. No thoughts good on it. She's like, whatever. <laughs> but um, no, obviously, I think she is going through. I think she's unbelievably sad about it ending like this because mm-hmm. this is against everything that she ever wanted. She wanted, a, if she was going to die, she wanted an honorable death with her compadres or whatever in, in the military where she's where she's trained uh. um, or like just getting finding out the truth about her mother this is this is torture to her to just know that she failed to find out what actually happened to to her mother who she loved much, much more than anyone else she had a very special relationship with Mac um but didn't Mac have a complicated relationship with her daughters? It yes. Was, was this the best relationship she had yes. among the daughters? So she, um, yes. So she had, yeah. She had an, uh, she's the only, Linnea is the only one who sort of Mac stayed in touch with. Still spoke to her. Spoke to her. Even told her about the, her new job at the Starfinder Society. So this is not the daughter who had a baby? No. Okay. No, not Someone's Camille. been listening to the back episodes. <gasps> <I love laughs> it's like I knew I was joining <laughs> I this podcast. Yeah, but you we know, know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> I mean, so much better than you. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't listen to a single episode of this show. <laughs> not once did not Ellie even, listen. Yeah, not even read the book that huh? you sent. <laughs> Wait, hold on. The rule book. Oh. It was like a weird theory book. I don't know. You came in episode one of the show having not listened to a single episode of the show. I had. I had. I had listened real, to like episode 50. It's a real shame. Ugh. I did. I did listen to it. Yeah, but that's what's going through. So that's not, what's going through. Not, not, not oh. the androids. Nailing. Well, she also thinks like, if there is a person named Troy Lavalley, I hate him. Weird. That's her last thought. Right here. Yeah, right before we leave the scene, if ever. Yeah. I come across inherited, human inherited <laughs> trauma. Troy LaValle. I'll shoot him where he stands. It's real specific. <laughs> Final thought. You see your oxygen level is now at 16. That's probably not an, an uncommon well, last it's thought. Not like he's not, <laughs> it's not like he's going to... Not the not, first, won't be the last. Exactly. He's not going to give me any favors anyways. <laughs> it really reminds me of Troy that he's so annoying that you could be an hour away from death and still just be thinking about him instead. Like just some <laughs> mean... family. Just some fucking mean email he sent out earlier right. and you're just like, 
like, God damn it! Yep. Even like millennia in the future, people will still be yeah. thinking that thought. Yeah. <laughs> it will last. I reread my emails four or five times, and then I reread them after the I send them. You, I'm like, that was still kind of mean. The fact you still send them means you're a sociopath. <laughs> I guess so. Is that yeah. the definition? Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, while she thinks of me, <laughs> uh, you see oxygen level 16%, 14%. You know you've got 45 minutes left. Tops. If this is going to be another another situation where you just kill her off and don't give me like a way to solve this. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> that, that would be the most amazing. Like I just took your character, new character introduction of all time. Like during the narrative, you die. So, <laughs> so messed up. The 10%. intro narrative. Oh my god. Eight It is a good way to die, though. I've heard that like suffocating is a good. No, way to die. wait. No, no, no you're no, flip flopping no. on this death, Ellie. For a second ago. No, but like. Question: If I off you here, will you actually leave? I. No. Tell no, me, actually, no. I will stay and drink and say all the dirty things that you know will get you sued <laughs> and this end of the end of the network. Well, oddly enough, just then a hailing frequency <laughs> uh, pops <laughs> up <laughs> on your nav screen. You, see, <laughs> you don't see any ships in the area, but you do see uh, a frequency on your nav screen. See, now that's a sound that works. For <laughs> it's a little late, though. That's uh, good. It's good. Uh, good job, Matthew. It's still you going. She, she hasn't answered the phone. Oh, oh yeah, uh, pick it up. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, hello. You have one missed call. No! Oh, damn it! I Three percent. I two percent. This character sounds a lot like Ellie. <laughs> just using the phone uses the last three percent of the power cord. Mayday, 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 mayday. You answer the hail. Yeah. You know? Mayday, mayday. You hear a voice, a female voice, gravelly. We wondered if there was any life on there. Your ship's in bad shape. Yes. But I know people back home that would love to scrap it for parts. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to? My name is Linnea Donovan. Please, let's let's talk about this on board. Do you have oxygen on your ship? Because I could really use some. We've only got 2% left. <laughs> what an odd quandary. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we were calling you. We were hoping you had some spare oxygen. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs> um, I'll gladly use some of your oxygen today. <laughs> Lanaya Donovan. Yes. My name is Captain Alera Aquana. Oh, yeah. Of the three captains of the diaspora. Oh, yeah. Known badass. Known badass. <laughs> but let it be known, she did lose in battle to us. Yeah. I've never lost in battle. <laughs> don't, bluff check. don't listen to what anybody says. <laughs> and today is your lucky day, Lenea Donovan. Here is what I propose. We save your life. We drop you off at the next system, but... We get what's left of your ship in return. How much is your life worth, Miss Donovan? Honestly, at this point, do whatever you want with the ship. But can you take me to... And she's, Can she send the coordinates to this person? Sure. So, boop, boop, Siri, send that the coordinates. That uses more percentage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. Um, you send the coordinates. Yes. <laughs> This is where you're heading. We should talk on board, Miss Donovan. Yes, please. Thank you. 
All of a sudden, this much larger ship pulls into view, and eventually, a side of you, you see on the ship, it says, the Rusty River. I just oh, remembered man. who else is on I this. I exactly what I thought. We're going to have a good time tonight. Oh, oh baby! Uh, a tube extends from the, the hull of this ship and, and towards you. Your ship is too small to have, like, an airlock that it, connect, uh, that it can connect to, so you kind of have to suit up and spacewalk over to the tube. Oh, crap. Um... And unfortunately, it goes awry and you die. No, uh, <laughs> you suit up, you push off your ship, and just as if you're pushing off your ship, it just ka-thunk, a big metal, uh, like a magnet comes down, locks onto your ship from their ship. You grab on to the tube and start using the handholds to pull up into their airlock. You get to the door, you open it, you go inside, just close it, ksh, it depressurizes. And then the other door opens. And as it opens... Thank you, Matthew. That was well done, was Matthew. Shocked. I was, it was on time. I was trying to do the open. Dang. I was trying to do the, the, the other, the other airlock. That <laughs> <laughs> worked out well. There were multiple airlocks. Nailed it. It opens, and standing right there is a rather uh, surly-looking, enormous vesk. Oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right this way. <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts and he just starts walking <laughs> the vest just starts walking I'm assuming you follow him yeah. and, and he keeps walking you down the, the hallway uh, to a room that you can clearly see is marked uh, as a conference room um, and he just turns and looks at you and says wait here <laughs> and then he leaves <laughs> door opens do the other sounds. Hold I want to hear how long of a delay it is. <laughs> nice. So we, the ship must be running out of oxygen. It's rusty. It's rusty. It's, it's a rusty, rusty. rivet. Yeah. Door opens and there's a. So they, they hit the button and they just stand there. Hey, wait. It's goddamn ship. Come on. Come on. Uh, the, 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 the door opens finally and there's a long table and you see what looks like uh, perhaps a man. Uh, sitting with his back to you looking out the window. Vesk is gone and the man turns around and you see it's an android. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Watch what you say. He just looks at you. Um, oh, hello. The captain. <laughs> oh, no. We'll be with you momentarily. Uh, please have a seat. I am the engineer of this ship. Oh, no. My name is... Q4, but you may call me Q for short. That will save you a ton of time. Well, hello, Q. Thank you for thank you for saving my life. Please have a seat. And she takes a seat. So it touches. That's it from Q4. No, no, he's he's, he's still, looking around. He's still in the room. Yes. <laughs> he stayed steer clear of him. Just keep your distance. <laughs> your clothing. It does not appear to be the dress of the free captains of the diaspora. Where, where are you from? <laughs> May I ask? I um, I'm from Absalom Station. Hmm. Curious. Yes. And what type of occupation did you have on this Absalom station? Um, mostly, so I was studying in, studying, in yes. college, and so I was... College? Yes, I was hoping to apply for, to become part of the Knights of the Galarian, actually. 
Knights of the Galarian. Yes, but they uh, denied my application, and so um, currently I'm out of a job. But I dance, so... Oh. <laughs> Dude, I told you to watch what you say! Oh, I know, I know, but I want to see how far I can take this. <laughs> this dancing, is this a hobby or something you are paid to do? <laughs> no, I'm a... Um, I would say it's a... It's been um. I would consider it more of an art of mm. mine, uh, recre- recreational, something to make that makes me relax. Yes. Uh, but I have been paid to do it <laughs> on occasions. Curious. <laughs> I should like to see this dancing. I have read stories about other worlds, <laughs> and I am told in some worlds there's dancing where you are... <laughs> And then the door opens. <laughs> and uh, a dusky-skinned pirate captain with an eye augmentation patch over her left eye walks in. Q, that will be all. <laughs> yes, Captain. <laughs> nice to meet you, Q. Oh, and nice to meet you. I should like to discuss this dancing sometime, uh, perhaps later in my quarters, where I keep my money. <laughs> and then he gives you a really awkward android wink <laughs> that lasts a little too long. Q, <laughs> oh. that will be all. Uh, oh, that's oh. my buddy. <laughs> the, uh. captain, the captain comes in, sits down at the end of the table. You are a long way from home, Mrs. Donovan. Yes, yes. This is, uh, these coordinates here, this is where you want to start your new life? A woman without a ship so far from home. You will have to start over. Well, I have honestly nothing to lose. I am, um, I'm on a mission, you see. I'm looking for my, for the answers regarding my mother's death. But, um, more than that, I don't feel comfortable sharing if, and I hope you understand. Oh, no, I understand. My mother died when I was two. I never knew her, but I'm sure if I did, I would be sad as well. I see. Thing is, we must get your ship back to Broken Rock. Time is money, and where you want to go is very far from Broken Rock. We have other cargo that we are dropping off there, so we are in a bit of a hurry. Your ship will get you to Broken Rock, but we will need much more to go to these coordinates. That system is very far away. Well, you could potentially send the bill to... um... To my uncle. He's unbelievably rich. I'm sure you, you might have heard of him. They, they run a, a big beauty business back in Absalom Station. Started. Beauty business? Yeah. It's, uh, what is this beauty business? <laughs> His name is Keith Revlon. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle, Keith Revlon. <laughs> Perhaps you've heard of him. Uncle Sassoon. <laughs> Michael Maybelline. <laughs> Michael Maybelline. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Well, she's born with a fortune from her family, at least. No, but um, we started off as a maple, maple syrup company, but um, you might have seen my mom in commercials. I, I, I assure you, I am, I am rich. Oh wow! Saying you've got your hands in the pockets of Big Maple. <laughs> Can you imagine being, Big syrup. being <laughs> alone on a ship? Of pirates and yeah. then being and using my mom was in commercials. <laughs> so I think we have a deal. Um, 
Miss Donovan, it sounds like a very convincing story, but how do we know that this uncle will pay? At this point, I do believe that they think that I've been kidnapped, and so I think if you press them, they would, they would pay. That's a ransom. We aren't kidnapping you. We are free to drop you off at Broken Rock. You can fly home to your family. Mm. I am not interested in that. But you can take whatever you have, whatever I have. You can take the ship for spare parts. Um, what is your uncle's name? His name is Phil Donovan. Phil Donovan. Did you just make that up <laughs> on the spot? Wow. You didn't know his never name? Guessed. Wow. <laughs> Phil Donovan. <laughs> Hey, what up, Phil? Could you imagine having an uncle or an aunt you just called aunt or uncle and never knew their first name? It would be incredible. Uh, she calls into a commune. Zekanoia, come here. The vest comes back. What? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, do a search on this Phil Donovan. <laughs> and if, if he does. He's in the beauty business. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds beauty. Like he used to be in the maple syrup. He's beauty and maple syrup. <laughs> he, yeah, he got out of maple syrup. Yeah. Now he's in cosmetics. Yeah, now he went from it, syrup to pancake makeup. Now it's um, <laughs> MAC cosmetics. Huh? Oh. oh. And at that, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Oh. <laughs> MAC cosmetics. MAC cosmetics. Oh, the cream no. it actually was. <laughs> the vest comes in and then leaves to go check on Phil Donovan. Wait, what? Beauty. Oh, right. Beauty and... Uh, Mac, Mac Cosmetics. Beauty and Maple Magnate. Beauty, <laughs> Beauty and Maple Magnate. Say that three times fast. Uh, uh, Mac Cosmetics really does roll off the tongue. I did. I this. like it. We will, uh, we will look into this, Phil Donovan, and we will see if uh, perhaps a deal can be reached. If not, we leave you a broken rock and you find your own way to these uh, coordinates. Very, very, very far away. Drift engines cost money. Uh, Corina calls on her con. A uh, Lashunta, female Lashunta, comes to the door. We have one set of quarters here, Miss Donovan, and they are occupied right now. But, uh, but how are you with kids? As in children? No, as in baby goats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're dropping off 45 baby goats to Broken Rock. I'll need you to herd them. We got a lot of baby goat cargo on this run. I, uh, unlike my mom, who had seven, I have actually never had a child. I, I, I'm not particularly comfortable with kids, but I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not bad for them. Well, for them. I'm not a monster. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Yeah. I beat them on sight. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, perhaps you'll be sleeping here in the conference room until we uh, work things out. You can, you can figure it out yourself. Karina, uh, show uh, her the guest quarters. Miss Donovan, we will speak soon. Thank you. Lashunta just doesn't look at you and motions back in the direction that you walked. All right. So you walk down the corridor uh, from whence you came, and the Lashunta doesn't look at you at all, but just starts speaking. I don't know what the captain told you, but we found it in a similar situation to yours. Waiting to die aboard a ship. A smuggler cargo ship, to be exact. Whoever it belonged to is either dead or gone. So we're bringing it to Broken Rock to start anew. She looks at you now. 
cold, piercing eyes, her antennae drift forward towards you. What other choice is there for a motherless child lost in the galaxy? Here are the guest quarters. And she just walks away. Damn. Another door opens. The guest quarters. They're closed. (laughs) I was anticipating. Another. Ah, these doors are all over the place. (laughs) We're only at four percent oxygen. It's an old ship. Good luck. Well, I'll be dead in a matter of hours. (laughs) Good luck. She just leaves you alone in front of this closed door to the guest quarters. What do you do? Oh, I'm curious. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to open it up. Knock on it. (laughs) Sorry, Matthew. (laughs) He's so ready. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Another so door what do I see? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, what the? You open the door and what does she see, Sydney? <gasps> it's oh. Oh. Are you a kid? Oh shit. Is it baby Yoda? Oh. Ah fuck. <laughs> Who told you? Copyright. Cut the mic. Uh cut the mic. Disney, Disney. Forty five um, goats. You see, you see 45 goats. That would be a collective consciousness. Yeah, that would be all 45 goats. It's a swarm of kids. together. It's monstrous. Alien Archive 3, look it up. Very quickly put on their trench coat. We are the Berg. You see, not goats. You see on a bed in the corner, there is a young. You're not sure if they're human? Um. They've got long hair, long brown kind of shaggy hair. Uh, They're sitting on the bed cross-armed, kind of just looking down away. Looks up when the door opens and you see these black eyes. Uh, And they they are a kid. They're young looking. You don't know how old. Um, They're in average clothing, nothing fancy, no armor. Uh, And they look up and they say, oh, Are you coming in the room? Oh, uh... Do I have to leave? No, 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 please, stay. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize... Hi, how are you? My name is Linnea. Um, I, uh... I'm also a passenger of this ship. Um, who... Who are you? Um... My name's Callum. Um... I thought this was my room. Sorry... I could get up if you if you have to get in. No, 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 absolutely not. I'll I'll sleep somewhere else if if that's so. But um, they they just they just told me to come in here and I I wasn't sure if. But of course, if you feel uncomfortable, uh, I'll. No, no, I'm I'm not on the ship. I'm I'm not from. Yeah, there's another bed. I. We can sh- we can share a room. How does that sound? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, cool. And then Linnea, unbelievably awkward in the presence of a child because she's basically close to a teenager as well so she's just like sits on the bed and looks at Callum 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 so how was your day (laughs) (laughs) um Callum bursts into a fit of laughter. What <laughs> <laughs> space, you idiot? The door is littered with gibber. Day? What do you mean? You're both day? on a pirate ship. <laughs> like any old I day. almost died. Yeah, you <laughs> found a, yeah, a dying ship. Uh, he, uh, maybe he does actually laugh. Uh, he, um, he's like, uh, 
<laughs> Nobody uh, asked me that. <laughs> oh. um, I've had a long day. What day is it? Uh, that's a good question. I, I guess I've had a pretty long day myself. Um, and she looks at our comm unit. What day is it, Troy? <laughs> <laughs> and then we look at Troy. Uh, uh, the space equivalent of Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's toil. No, toil day is Tuesday. Wield day. Wield day. Wield day. Wield day. Wield day. Wield day. How appropriate. <laughs> just, hey, hey. <laughs> just go with it. <laughs> okay. Wheel day. Um, Can't wait till whoa day. Wheel and whoa. So um, I was actually floating in space. Let's go get a drink. I'm currently role playing <laughs> here. We're yeah, having let's a let this Let's let these two We're talk it off. Then I have moments. <laughs> yeah, why don't you leave? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Um, All right, oh. so we Sorry, left guys. you at wheel day. Yeah, wheel yeah. day, yeah. Wheel day. Um, trying to connect. Linnea just try, tries to... Yeah. They found me floating in space. I had an accident with my, my ship, and so they were kind enough to bring me on here, and hopefully they will take me to my destination. Callum looks up when you say that you were also stranded in space because what a weird coincidence. Mm-hmm. This is a rare, very rare thing. Yeah, especially considering the size of space. Found on the same day. Well, it's like, like New York City when you're walking down the Detroit. street and you see a friend and you're like, the size of the city and we're <laughs> yeah. both on first half. Um, so he actually turns and he swings his legs over the side of the bed and he's very lanky. Hmm. He's very lanky. Um, his skin is like kind of grayish uh, and he sits and he, he leans over the bed and he says, you were floating in space? Yeah, for a long time and for a second there I thought, or actually for a pretty long time I thought I was gone for but uh, in the last moment they they just appeared from nowhere and I'm so I don't know if I was lucky or if and she holds a pendant around her neck uh, which is uh, which is a little maple syrup bottle <laughs> It's adorable <laughs> The family fortune. (laughs) The family fortune. Around the neck. And she's just like, ah, I think think she's still with me. My mom, I, um, she passed away recently, and that's why, that's why I'm here. I need to find out the truth. It's a brutal world out there. I don't know how, may I ask, what, I haven't seen, I don't think I've seen your, your race before. Whoa. Easy. Eleanor. It's only wheeled. <laughs> <laughs> you just met. Callum is not offended because there's many alien races, and this conversation probably happens often in space. Yes. Um, Out at the clubs. <laughs> on on Woden. Hey, baby, what's your race? <laughs> oh. I had never seen a race like you before. Oh, I didn't think it could get worse. <laughs> Downhill from here. Ellie did it. Ellie did it. Uh, did not. She, did not, she okay. knew what she did. <laughs> Say, try saying ancestry. Next there you time. go. That's right. Oh my try god. Try saying ancestry. You could say what planet am I from? Yeah. Or what's your DNA? <laughs> what's your sign? Well, what's I just happen to have a report. <laughs> Ancestry.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he brushes the hair out of his face. It's like down to his shoulders. He brushes it out of his face, uh, and he says, "Oh, I'm uh, a Verthani." Uh, I think I know that. Do I you? Me, Ellie, not... Yeah, I don't me. know it. Verthani are... Um, they are from the planet uh, Versa- Versa- oh, Versus... Oh, Versus. Oh, yeah, Versace. yeah, yeah. 
Versus. 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 Yeah, the um, one, the pa- tidally locked planet. Packed yes. worlds? Yeah. Exactly. So uh, packed. Pack it's a packed world, yeah. Packed world, yes. Uh, You're very nervous. Like, are they packed? It's the one where one side of it is always day. Because if not, is night, and put her out the airlock. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and they, uh, poor boy. The Verthani are, are very lanky. They're like very tall, lanky. They have these beady black eyes. Um, are they the ones that like kind of look like a stereotypical alien? No, they look no. humanoid. They look okay. they're like belters. Probably, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Aren't the From stereotypical expense. aliens in Starfinder still called Grays? Yes. Aren't the Grays? Yeah. I, I believe yeah, that's I yeah. So, yeah. If that's one you're thinking of. Um, and he says, uh, "I was, uh, I was actually floating in space too." Huh? Really? Yeah, I was on um, a ship, and um, yeah, they found me. And uh, I was also running out of oxygen, so I thought I was p- pretty gone too. So, kind of a, a crazy coincidence when you think that about it. That is an insanely crazy coincidence. And also, when you talked about your mom, his expression completely changed. Ah. He looked extremely somber, just like like a shot to the heart. Why were you in space? Oh. He gets very quiet. Um. I was, um, I was, uh, uh, sold to, um, smugglers, um, I was working for them. You were working for smugglers? How, uh, you, I perceive you as very young. Are you, how young, how old are you? I'm 14. 14. And this infuriates Linnea so much. So they, they hired, um basically a young child to do their dirty work are they so what happened to them they're gone as in dead or did they leave you they just disappeared I, I checked the ship and and then they were gone and I don't know how to I don't know how to pilot a spaceship so I was just um, stuck But this this ship came along and they took me on and um, I'm just trying to find another a job to get some money. So um, I think they're taking me to, to Broken Rock. Have you ever been there? Um, no, I unfortunately they have not. But do you have any family? Anyone no. we can no. contact? Elena just rubs her her eyes and just like, should I bring this child with me or should I? I I was wondering I'm going somewhere just as a as an information mission if you will um, and I you can come with me if you want and then we'll go back to Absalom station together and we'll figure something out if that's if that sounds interesting to you I I wouldn't want you to be alone especially not I didn't get a very good sense of the other people on this ship especially the captain the android seemed fine though <laughs> he seemed lovely. Yes, very interested in art. Yeah, didn't he seem great? <laughs> he seemed really well versed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, <laughs> very inquisitive. Very interested in Flashes art. back to the run-in with Q and uh, Callum. No. <laughs> Where oh, no. I keep my money. The birds money. and the bees. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Callum kind of a... Uh, 
like shrinks away a little bit when you talk about taking him with you uh, and, and he just gets quiet again he goes oh um can, can I think on it oh of course absolutely I I don't want to put you in trouble where I'm going is potentially incredibly dangerous <laughs> can you fight fight uh, otherwise it's time you learn would you would you teach me I can teach you a couple of things but really I could I could if you came back to me to Absalom Station after all this is done, I could potentially hook you up with one of my teachers. Um, in a school? Of course. You, oh, you haven't gone to school? Oh, I'm, uh, of course. I'll, I'll, I'll teach you some things. If you're interested. I, I, I think, I'll think about it. Of course. No pressure. What a snob. <laughs> oh, you... Oh. You haven't been to school. <laughs> <laughs> it's a building. It's like every time I meet someone from like one of the Ivy Leagues and they're like, oh, oh, okay. You know, oh, you went to college? Yeah. <laughs> I went to a university. Yeah. Oh, you went to Uppsala Tech. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting They were really good basketball good. team. That shows that I, I listened to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, but honestly, that's true to your character. You came from money, bunch of rich kids. Mac was a diplomat. There was money galore. You just assume, oh. And a oh, commercial actor. And a commercial actress to boot. <laughs> but that's the thing that's so funny. She wasn't in that commercial. She <laughs> just lied. looked like the woman who was in the commercial. <laughs> and yet, her daughter still carrying around a pendant with the maple syrup thing on it. Wait, it Because like her mom looks like hard. the woman it in the commercial. Like Families are complicated. Yeah. That's true. I, like I shouldn't to, judge. I like to think that her mother gaslit her into believing <laughs> that she was in no, the commercial. No, honey, that, that's, uh, me. that's me. That's me. Yeah. There's, look at, there's mommy. It's this like is my royalty show. Yeah, that's I like that story. That yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like my dad is like Daniel Craig has the same eyes as me, and I'm like, <laughs> where are we going with this, Dad? <laughs> oh man! No, no, no! Leave if your shirt on, Dad. Oh, okay. <sighs> um, all right, so you guys uh, chat away throughout the night, get close to each other. Uh, obviously, uh, he lets you crash in the room. Um, and you're not bothered for a while until the next morning. And, uh... Wake up! <laughs> Vass comes in. The captain wants to talk to you! <laughs> and, uh... He just walks away. Do you follow? Um, do you want to stay here or do you want to come with us? Uh, no, I'm going to come. All right. That guy's kind of... Yeah, he's a little intimidating. <gasps> yeah. But don't worry. And she puts on her, like, cool armor and just, like... Yeah. Badass. No one fucking messes with this girl. He and walks she, behind you. <laughs> yeah. And so she walks after <laughs> the vest. I know. If he's got any human boyish tendencies at 14, she puts on, like, a bunch of armor. He's got to be, like, bad. Yeah. yeah. In his head, he's like, this is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> this is so cool. I got Never you, kid. <laughs> I love it. I've always uh, wanted to be, like, a cool mentor's big sister. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we play role-playing games. God, I've always wondered about playing with a kid. Nobody's ever been a kid, That's right? That's such a... Oh, I love it's it. Scary, I love it already. Though. It's oh, scary. it's horrifying. Um, all right, so the vest leads you uh, to another room. It's not the conference room, but it's a similar type setup, and uh, the captain's already there. And the captain says, uh, thank you. Um, 
I actually just meant you, Miss Donovan, but uh, it's fine, uh, Callum. Can... No, it's fine, Callum. Come on in. Um, this doesn't really uh, involve you, but Miss Donovan, uh, suffice it to say, we spoke to uh, your family, and uh, we have a deal in place. If you want to know more details, we can get into it, but the long and short of it is we can take you to this <laughs> system. Fucking assholes. We will keep the sheep as well, um, and we will take... I said sheep. I know. <laughs> I was like, they were go- I thought they were goats. Yeah. Goats. Sheep. Yeah. Ship. That's how we we'll keep ship. the sheep as well. We'll keep the sheep as well. <laughs> Sounds vaguely like when you... <laughs> Imitate Italian people. Look at the sheep. That's just crawling. and I. We will keep the ship as well, um, but we will take you to your destination. Uh, Callum, uh, obviously you have nowhere, you're in no hurry. Um, if uh, it is uh, all right, we will be taking Miss Donovan uh, to her destination, and then we will be all returning to Broken Rock together. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Callum, you have nobody and no, and no rich family, so... <laughs> Airlock. You're stuck here. Airlock with the goats. And Linnea, um, Linnea, when he, when she says that to Calum, Linnea wants to, um, will you just leave him at the, bro- uh, the Broken Rock? He has no family or anyone who can look after him. That's, you just described most of Broken Rock. How about a job here or something? Uh, how, my crew is full. As you can see, we only have one guest quarters. <laughs> Callum, I... I don't feel comfortable with dropping you off at Bro- Broken Rock. I've heard rumors. I'll be fine. <laughs> I can't. Uh, it, I'm not. I'm not uh, concerned. My dear, most of the greatest pirates that ever came to Broken Rock share Callum's story. Absolutely not. I don't. There's no path for you forward at Broken Rock, or with no offense, people like this. I'm offended. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. I will teach you about the world. I will teach you how to fight. I will teach you how to protect. And most of all, I'll teach you honor. Listen, you're really nice. I want to learn how to fight. Um, but I, I also got to work. I got to find a job. So I'll, I'll provide for you. you. Somehow. Phil. Entry-level job at Phil's, at Phil's Uncle office. Uncle Phil. Yeah, I'll uh, be our next... Get your job with Uncle Phil. <laughs> You're going to take over the Twitter for the... Uh, <laughs> exactly. You'll be social media manager. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can do that job. We need someone with their finger on the pulse of I've social I've always media. wanted to be social media manager. A Gen exactly. Zer that really knows how these things work these days. Someone who can talk in gifs and be real sassy at that Wendy's Twitter. Who likes cat memes. Um, <laughs> stupid. Um, he, he does, he's like looking back and forth. He feels like I, I'm like torn. Like he's like, I... You're in a rough position right don't, now. Don't... No. So he just says, okay. And he doesn't look at anybody. He just goes, okay. Perfect. She, he's with me. Okay. Again, not looking at anyone. Just I could see myself do that as a kid in that <laughs> situation. Just like, oh, adults around me are like, you know, they're, they have a higher rank than me. I don't know what to do. Right. Man. Wow. It's like divorce court. I was just <laughs> thinking that. Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. All right. Now mm. you have to choose your mommy or your daddy. Which right. is it going to be? <laughs> I mean, really, who would you, even though even she seems trustworthy, she's not that, she doesn't seem that savvy. Uh, She's a young person herself. She's a youth herself. I know. Right. And I love that we don't know anything about his abilities. 
Yeah, I'm incredible. Or yours. Or no, yours. Or yours. Well, we know that I'm a badass. You're good, well. at, you're good at talking children into following you. It's <laughs> a certain death. Right. That I seems am, to be I'm your only of, apparent yeah. ability at this moment, Ellen. I'm on yeah. a yep. terribly dangerous <laughs> mission. <laughs> Child, come with me. Oh. So you're Batman. Perfect. There were things. Of the Pied Piper and Batman. There were worse yeah, things yeah. to be. Well, for Captain Aquana, she doesn't really have a horse in the race. She's planning to take Callum to Broken Rock afterwards doesn't really care um, and for you a deal has been made um, that is going to keep her happy for a long time so with that we move forward in time and eventually Matthew, not long after move forward in time so yeah can I get the move forward in time it's a Now oh, we're at the end wow. of book six. All the fun we've no. had. All the deaths. No. Anyway. Sirenscape sound. And um, the lawsuit. And the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. And that one lawsuit. Anyway. It's not long after that you feel the drift engines kick in and they make their way. I mean, she has agreed to do this. She wants to drop you off and get back to Broken Rock. Um so they enter the drift. This is no joke. This has to be a serious amount of money to just, like, go in the drift. It's incredibly dangerous. That's how much Uncle Phil hated her. Yeah. It, just well, get her as far away as possible <laughs> from the family. Right. It's not returning her. It's not like a ransom. <laughs> yeah. It's money to get her further into space. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uncharted space. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, we don't know. Throw away the, the coordinates. Yeah. We don't know the agreement. Then. Yeah. You're going to take her to the vast to drop her off. Maybe it wasn't money How much you need? Exactly. Scratch my back. Um into the drift and you know X amount of time passes <laughs> damn it this is 30 seconds oh. long <laughs> he said time passed both of you look out the window throughout this drift travel and you see just the same thing that the crew of the Sarissa saw during their long journey just chunks of broken Monuments floating in space. Things that defy the imagination. Football field sized, uh, you know. Football fields. Football fields. Just <laughs> floating. Just like chunks of cities. One to one scale. One to one scale. <laughs> football sized. Football sized field. Football sized. Uh, <laughs> the pass. Fast is going 100 yards, so easy. Is that Steve Young? <laughs> oh, didn't you hear? Uh, Steve Young was torn into the drift oh, wow. three years ago. Hell of a way to 1998 NFC Championship game. <laughs> Wait, I, I never knew that. I know what happens here. Yeah. Wait, I call a bookie. <laughs> Is there a bookie in the drift? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. It's uh, 49ers and uh, Giants or whatever. <laughs> um, and Sydney, are you familiar with Steve Young? I'm just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> laughing at the idea. I'm like, ha, sports. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Steve Young's a man. Yep. That so is, is Larry. All great. right, enough then. I get it. I he, fucking He's also get it. an attorney now. Good yeah. for him. He's also a direct descendant of Brigham Young. It's true. Didn't know that. Makes I didn't sense. know that either. He had special dispensation to work on Sundays. 
Really? Because the tides were so big. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you're in the drift. You see the <laughs> 1997 champ- <laughs> NFC Championship game. It's weird. You pull out Gray's Sports Almanac. You're like, nah, put it down. And then we come back to Dr. Friss, Dax, Oshalo, oh, and Kreska. You just, moments ago, saw PG picked up by two drow and pulled into a portal that whisks out of existence. Gives me so much anxiety. In front of you is this building. I said there's a sweet smell in the air of the grass, this honey and melon smell, this dilapidated building in front of you, and the grass starts to wave back and forth, back and forth, and now it's like really blowing hard, and you look up, and you see a ship, (laughs) and on the ship it says... The Rusty Rivet. <laughs> They've come to save us! And we'll see you real soon! <laughs> Folks, if you're watching live, we'll be back in just a minute. Otherwise, we'll see you next week! Yeah! Yeah! I can't believe I have to wait a week! <laughs> Androids and Aliens is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Dead Sons is copyright 2017. Dead Sons and the Starfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.